if you are someone who likes theater and looking for some backstage talk, let's close the curtain and open the mic for Stage Folks podcast. I am your host Ian, sharing stories, interview, and news behind the stage. This episode is my interview of a talented coloratura soprano, Eva Gibney. She is a young opera singer from Ireland. With great voice and stories, she will encourage the people who want to work in opera. Now, ladies and gentlemen.
Meine Damen und Herren, Mesdames und Messieurs, Ladies and Gentlemen, Eva Gibney. Hello, stage folks. I'm Eva. So, Eva,、um, how are you now? How am I? Yeah, how are you? Yeah. Are you、well. now? You are in、uh, Germany in Stuttgart, right? Yes, currently in Stuttgart. And how was the situations there?、Um, you know, now in the coronavirus Switzerland, we still have to stay at home until May 11.、Uh, what I know is that after after May 11, we only open the、uh, small shops and、uh, obligatory educations are opening as well. So college and artists are still, you know. Kind of staying at home and not nothing we can do for now. Um. So this week, since Monday, or yeah, this week we've seen a bit of a relaxation of the measures. Um. Shops are open. Shops are open. Okay. Yeah. Um. We have to wear a mask. Uh. When we're in public. So. Oh. Okay. On the street, no. But in any indoors in a shop or. Uh, anywhere indoors, you have to wear a mask.、Um, so yeah, I was in the city center yesterday, and things are just like normal. I mean, people are gathering. It's normal. <laughs> yeah, it, it really seems like people feel safe because they're wearing masks now and social. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> We don't social distance anymore, apparently. <laughs> So that's all you need—a mask, and you、yeah. you feel safe, yeah, as a protected. Okay, cool. <laughs> When are they going to open? Is there any informations like how entertainment business are going to open again in Germany? Opera houses right now are being very hopeful, and they're they finished their season, their 1920 season.、And、they finished. Yeah, basically. Or they cancelled. They cancelled. Yeah. Ah,、uh, okay. <laughs> To start 2020-21 season, so from September, like normal. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I'm hoping that happens because I have quite an interesting、um, contract in the Staatsoper Stuttgart next autumn, so October, November, December that time. Oh my god! That that works.、Um, And what opera is it going to be, or is a concert, or? Hard to say. No. Okay, we cannot know it yet. Okay, so when is when are we going to have this season book in、uh, Stuttgart? Like last year,、uh, they just I, I think everyone's afraid to give out information because nobody. I know, I know. Because it would have been announced, and I want to announce it. But, but do you have the contract already? Yes.、Happy. So so we 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 cross the finger for you. Romantic opera. It's a tragedy. Oh my god! Oh my god! But I'm playing happy character, so. Okay, okay. Is that start with letter letter J? No, J. Ah、uh, no. Okay, then it's then it's nothing. Then it's something else. Italian, and it's not in German. Not in German. Not in. Okay, okay. Ah, ah! I think I know. <laughs> The composer starts with M. <laughs> With M, the composer starts with M. Yeah, <laughs> everyone can guess. There's many, many people start with M. <laughs> cool. And my character starts with S. <laughs> <laughs> so you are basically worried about the situations. If 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 it continue,、um, that don't say it get worse, but coming back, the numbers of the infections that 
everything's might delay again. Delay to opened. Yeah. I'm hoping because yeah, I my my contract is at that unfortunate time next season where we're not really people are yeah. afraid that it might be January before we can realistically start performing again. But maybe they can find <sighs> some solution. No audience or I don't know. <laughs> And the people around you are they also worried about the situations, your families or? I think so. I think so. Just for the same reasons. Now I don't, I haven't hung around with a lot of singers recently because we've all been inside at home, and I'm not surrounded by singers in my home. Yeah.、Uh, so for them, things seem to be getting back to normal for a lot of people just working in businesses or in retail. It seems to be getting back to normal, but、um, singers, yeah, I've been hearing a lot of panic, and I've been sent a lot of links to articles that I don't, you know, you don't know where the source is coming from. You know, opera、mm-hmm. is never going to come back, or it's never going to be the same again. So yeah, I think people are panicking. I see.、Um, I'm trying not to. I, I think it's. I think we're going to get there, but、um, <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of colleagues are worried at the moment. So, why opera? <laughs> in this moment, in this specific moment, I often questioned myself: Why opera? Where <laughs> you mean this horrible uncertainty? Yeah, I mean, other people even they cannot go to work or they have no、uh, job in the moment, and they still got paid. But opera, oh my、yeah. god, why? Why? I mean, I there are there are people who who's better. They can get ensemble positions in the in the opera house or or choirist at least. But freelancers, singers are so so a、uh, panic or difficult in this moment. Yeah. And why? Why? Why are we panicked? You mean? No. Why are? Why do we choose this kind of life? Why? Why you choose the life like this? I love it. I, you love yeah, it. I, I I ask myself that. I mean, I think we all go through not just during Corona time, but during times when we have a wave of bad critique or you know failed failed auditions. You know, think、uh, jobs that we're not getting and it's just not working out. We're worried about money. I ask myself that all the time, and especially now because for me, when I'm having a tough time with my career, but then I get to go on stage and sing, you know, amazing roles like what we did together in Switzerland, the La Fille、mm-hmm. de Regiment. When I、mm. get to go and do stuff like that, and、mm-hmm. you know, these big characters that you know take. You can put so much of yourself into it, and you get to show the audience, you know, everything you can do, and you get to share, you know, sad and happy, funny moments with them. That makes it worth it, I suppose. But at the moment, I mean, it's hard. It's when you don't have that opportunity to get up on stage and do the good part of our job. All we have is the worry and the uncertainty and the、yeah. practice. <laughs> so, in. Ireland. How was the opera business there?、Um, Do you have op- you have opera house right in in Dublin? No, we don't. No, no. I think. Oh my god! I don't want to、so、miss. I don't want to give any misinformation, but I'm、okay. almost certain that it's the only capital city without an opera house in Europe. 
in Europe. So oh my god! Okay, it's, part, it's one of the. Oh, that's a new information for me. That's really. I thought all the city, almost all the capital city, that is, have an opera house or a big theater yeah, for that. We have a beautiful big working opera house in Ireland. But unfortunately, it is a few hours away from Dublin, so it's not in the capital. So it's difficult oh, wow. to have kind of a fully functioning season. We have a very good festival, uh, the Wexford Opera yeah. Festival. Um, okay. And Ireland has some companies that tour, so they have, you know, they there are different venues in Dublin that you can do yeah. an opera, and they will go down to this opera house as well. So uh-huh. we do have opera. Um, mm-hmm. Not, not really enough to have a full career in Ireland. I think it's necessary to to leave. Um, okay. You want to okay. make your career in opera singing? It's great if you get the opportunity to go back. And I was lucky that I got to go back to perform in Ireland. But um, for me, it was necessary to to leave. Yeah. So that's why you have opera singers or singers in in Ireland have to. Come to the mainland Europe to. It's a good idea. I mean, I know some singers in Ireland who have stayed there, and they have, you know, a lot of people are making really nice careers working in the in the choruses in the opera company,、mm-hmm. which is quite a nice. I think it's. I, I don't know for certain, but I'm pretty sure that they're earning a living on that. And I know other、mm-hmm. opera singers who are freelancing from Ireland, and they're doing lots of different kinds of projects and that kind of thing. But for a lot of Irish singers, it's、uh, necessary if we want to be regularly performing in opera houses and theaters to to leave Ireland. That sounds like songs. <laughs> <laughs> Those songs that Irish people have to always leave their leave their own、country. land to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> is that is that right? Am I am I getting this like? Wow, it must be difficult. I think in in history, in Irish history, it was for very different reasons, <laughs> for much more serious. Okay. Than,、um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but, but but I mean, till now, I heard that opera singers have to leave their home then and work outside outside the cities, outside the outside the countries. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but、um, there are a lot of good Irish opera singers. A lot of good voices come from Ireland. I don't know what it is, but there's a lot of good voices that are coming from Ireland. So it's a pity that it's so difficult to find regular work there, regular performing. But、um, yeah, I think it's also for me. It was great. It was a nice opportunity to leave and get to Germany and experience that. You know. Yeah. What? How? How did you get your career <laughs> there in Germany? What? What brings you to Germany? Not France or France、um, or Italy. Why Germany? So interesting story. It um ah I so like a lot of foreign. I say foreign, foreign to Germany and mainland Europe singers. So Irish, yeah, UK,、um, America. We're all very attracted by this fest contract idea. It's just, I mean, I、fest、remember learning about idea. it. Yeah, and I thought, oh my god. I can make a regular income from singing. <laughs> it just it seemed crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew I was interested, and so when I was just I studied my bachelor in Dublin, and I knew、mm-hmm. that I wanted to experience something, something new, and something hopefully in Germany. So I spent a lot of time and money、um, traveling to <laughs> Germany、mm-hmm. to find a teacher. And it was 
really a nightmare. I mean, I don't know if you've gone through the same thing, but just trying to find the right teacher can just be expensive and tiring and disheartening. So I went through that um, for about a year. This was my second last year in my bachelor. And then in the final year, I went for some coachings in the Zurich Opera with... um, there's an Irish colleague who works with the opera studio there and I just went to her for a few days to get some coachings and some information and a teacher called Hedvig Fassbender happened to be there at the time so she gave me like a 15 minute long power lesson Um, and I thought interesting and this was at the start of my final year in um, bachelor so September October and I thought that was interesting and then kind of the year went by and I was you know thinking about my finals and all of that stuff and then I wanted to audition for the Stuttgart Opera Studio Um, and I went and auditioned there and they I got into the final round and I was basically going to be taken on but then they decided that they were going to keep the soprano from the previous year give her an extra year and um, at that time there were only oh. one per voice type so okay. I remember I was in a rehearsal for Le Nozze di Figaro in my bachelor I was singing the Countess of all things um, oh. and I got a phone call and it was the plus four yeah. nine I knew it was from Germany I was like oh my god this is about the opera studio I left the rehearsal and she told me that you know we liked you we want you here we can't give you a place this year but can we send you to Frankfurt to study with a teacher called Hedwig Fassbender? And this was like seven or eight months later and I thought, hey, I know that name. And then it all kind of rang a bell. So the Stuttgart Opera contacted this teacher for me and said, I want this girl to come study with you in a master's for a year. And the master's are two years, but the plan was kind of to just go for one year and get lessons from her. And then, she took me, I auditioned, got the masters, and then I went to the Stuttgart Opera Studio the following year. So they kind of sent me the way to get to them, to get back to them. They sent me through Frankfurt to uh, Hedwig to then go to oh the Opera Studio. Oh my God. And I was there for two years. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's not. And then the dream come true. I mean, <laughs> we. I think everyone has one of those stories of somebody who just, you know, lots of failed yeah. auditions. And I remember auditioning for Opera Studios. I mean, I was getting no auditions. It was tough. I think, you know, I got so many more rejections to even be heard than actual mm-hmm, audition mm-hmm, opportunities. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's nice to have somebody like one person who kind of believes in you and wants to make it happen. And for me, that was um, Bettina Giza. She was the head of the opera studio for my first year there. And then she moved on to La Monet. Um, And she, yeah, she really helped me. And so did Hedwig, my teacher at the time. Yes, yes. Wow. Yeah. So you met the uh, right person to bring you into the... Mm, business market or yeah. opera I, I don't I think, think I yeah. would have gotten to Germany that year if it weren't for yeah. that um, it just wasn't working with teachers and for me I cannot move somewhere without knowing that I have a teacher you know I'm not just going to mm-hmm. move to New York 
and then hope that I find a teacher there. So it just no, was no, looking no. like I was no. going to be spending an extra year in Ireland, which I didn't want to do. So that was quite a nice, mm-hmm. a nice opportunity that was given to me. So you went to Frankfurt that year? Went to Frankfurt for a master's, yeah. Didn't finish, but went there. Uh, actually, it's a study diploma. Yeah. It's a diploma in the school, Frankfurt uh, Hochschule? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. The thing about, this is another thing about Germany. If people can find a good teacher who works in a Hochschule, I mean, yeah. these are basically non-existent. You're paying, most of your fee is going towards your travel, your train ticket, which is a couple of hundred euro for the year. You get this travel pass and the rest. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 20 euro here and there. I mean, it's really, really much more affordable than if I were to go see her privately for a year, let's just say. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, but, a, it's a very, very interesting story. Yeah, I, I mean... You never told nice. me. Yeah. You never told me before. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, you, you, we, we talk so many things about your boyfriends. And you didn't tell me about how do you get into the operas. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. No, I like that story. Have you ever dated with any singers? Have you ever dated with any singer? Sorry? Have you ever dated with any singer? No. Why? Um, <laughs> I just think... <laughs> Can I say it's made too many <laughs> conflicting egos in the one relationship? Um, no, you, I, I, I know people, <laughs> I know people who are in very healthy and successful relationships with other singers, and I've heard, I've heard rumors that it works. But, yeah, um, what I saw is that one of them have to be not that good. <laughs> Or, no, but that's my personal opinions. The personal opinions, not yours, but mine. Uh, singers, uh, when singers are getting well with each other, one of them have to be not well. Yeah. <laughs> not good. Not good yeah, or but... maybe not wanting the same thing. Yeah, not wanting the same things. Because any, any, every singers have to have this period of working outside, right? Yeah. If you... Or you have to meet each other very... When both of you are success, after after success, or when you are both success and then you match each other, so you don't worry about money, you don't worry about about career. But young singers, when they meet each others, it's difficult for them to continue when they uh, graduate or one of them get jobs like maybe in Berlin, and one have to go to France, and yeah. it's difficult to continue the relationship like that. It's just it really is. impossible. Yeah, impossible. I think. Yeah. No, it's yeah. a lot of long distance, which I have done, um, and it's. I mean, it's tough. Yeah. But as I said, I know some people who have successful singer-singer relationships. But um, yeah. I like a bit of difference in my life as well, you know, I like to think, you know, when I'm thinking about my work and when I'm practicing or whatever, studying, listening to singers, it's all opera and it's nice to have just somebody who just doesn't really get it or doesn't really want to talk about opera all the time. Um, Of course, of course. In your life, yeah. 
it's refreshing. It just reminds you that opera is not the whole entire world and it's actually quite a small business <laughs> that not yeah. people, um, I don't want to say care about, but um, know about or want to talk about 24-7. <laughs> so. So, Eva, what do you think about uh, women's working in the theater now in the situations? I mean, uh, later times people called actors and actress. Now we are only actors in the theater. Yeah. So, do you yeah. feel that um, females are being treated fair in the theater now? Okay. So, I never want to speak away from my own experience because. I have obviously spoken to colleagues who have had some less than pleasant experiences in their workspace. Just like any like anyone in their career, it it happens. For me personally, I have almost always been treated respectfully. I have had a couple of situations which were not so comfortable for me. Um, you know, you hear it, you know, with a director or. A boss or something, but um, nothing, nothing that has traumatized me or left me feeling that, in my experience, women are not treated fairly. Because really, it's I've been very lucky. Obviously, I have fallen—I don't want to say victim—but I have been part of the young blonde light soprano. You have to wear a short pink dress. Kind of stereotype,、mm. Mm. more than、yeah. you know. I know. Say, yeah, a few, a few times. A few times. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and for me, um, I don't have issues with um a certain kind of costume as long as it is as it makes sense for the opera and for the role.、Mm-hmm. I have been part of productions where I felt that it was totally not necessary.、Mm-hmm. But in especially since I've freelanced in the past few years, I've had the pleasure of working with very respectful and very intelligent, always male.、Um, I have only once worked with a female director. I don't want to misspeak; it possibly more, but mm-hmm, in my mm-hmm. professional career.、Um, but yeah, the the men that I've worked with、uh, since freelancing and on my bigger bigger roles have been. Very intelligent. Very, everything is very thought, thought through, and、um, you know their style and how they want to show a character. So, in terms of that side of things, I don't have an issue with you know wearing a certain kind of outfit、mm-hmm. as long as it makes sense.、Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for that, I don't have a problem personally. I know other people who have had issues. Terms of pay, yeah. I also have heard、um, about problems. You know, ah,、um, uh, the unfair payment because of your gender. There's no kind of、okay. guideline、mm. as what someone needs to be paid. It is negotiated. Yeah, some people have more powerful agents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have heard of people who feel that their, you know, their pay is less because they're a woman. Up until the past couple of years, I have kind of still been considered a student. I'm still a young singer,、um, I, yeah. and the men that I've been working with, I don't know what they've been paid, but probably more than me because often they're just more experienced, older, 
you know, it's difficult for singers when they're going through that transitionary period from student to fully professional. We kind of go through some grey years where you're still thought of as maybe a cheaper um, student aged or young, you know, under 30 singer. Because for my voice type, you know, lyric coloratura, I'm just getting there age-wise. So I can't really speak on that. Um, So yeah, personally, I've always almost always been treated with the utmost of respect. Um, I mean, the Stuttgart Opera is just amazing. It's an amazing place to work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The environment is wonderful. The people are amazing. True. Um, So for me, I'm pretty happy. (laughs) So for young singers, which is not uh, getting to the business or having having the job yet, um, shall they be worried about to being treated fair or not, or will there be some sexless situations in theater? Should they worry about that for young singers? Should they be worried? I think you always need, as a young singer and as a young female singer, mm-hmm. I have been in situations personally where I know that somebody is maybe offering help for a particular reason, maybe a little bit of extra <sighs> attention. You You remind me something. That conductor. Which conductor? Oh, yes! What happened after? And is there anything? You know, I can cut this part, but is there anything after? No, I won't say anything that's um, that can't be said. Yeah. Nothing happened after. Okay. We actually, you know, what? Who what? He is. What? Maybe, maybe he'll know that I'm talking about him. A couple of messages went back and forth. Oh, really? and okay. Said, yeah. Um, is this about work? Yeah. And he said, "Yes, I'd like to talk about work." And I said, "Well, should I send you on my agent?" Yeah. Because I knew what he was trying to do, and he said, "No, no, I just wanted to talk to you about your singing or something vague." And I, th- I just said, "Okay, just contact me whenever you have an idea for a project." And it kind of ended there. <gasps> oh. so, yes. so yes, you actually witnessed one of these situations with me, where um, yeah, I, people are maybe. It really fun. shocks me because it's the first time I heard. I I really, yeah, you know, it's have a contact fun. with this. So and that makes you feel so. I, I never met any situations it, like that and I thought maybe it's just a rumor or it doesn't happen but then this situation says oh my god please you know, I have I have been part of those situations quite a bit you know people maybe preying on the fact that you're a young singer you're trying your best to make it into the career you're looking for any advice or any you know I worked with a um, and he knew that he was powerful, I think. Well, yes, he, he is powerful. Mm-hmm. And he knows that maybe compliments from him or advice from him is very, you know, wanted or people, it weighs a lot. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think every young singer should be aware or young female singer, not, not just female. I mean, there's, um, I know men who have had the same the same kind of attention unwanted attention and I think yeah we all know what where for me I 
know who I want to get my critique and my, you know, life advice and career advice from. I'm lucky to have an agent who I think has a good idea mm-hmm. of um, what we should do and my teacher as well. And obviously a select other few. So I'm always, yeah, I just keep my eyes open when people are maybe trying to help me along in my career but maybe have other ideas in their head. So I don't think it should ever turn young singers away because, you know, opera companies, especially in my experience in Germany, are very protected places and safe places. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, just always keep your, keep your eyes open, I guess, and just maybe question if the advice that you're getting is coming from the place that it's that they're saying it's coming from you know just trying to help you because you're talented mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. giving you advice mm-hmm. maybe don't stay back after rehearsals alone at 10 p.m to get the advice like maybe people would suggest i don't what? know what uh, maybe you have to be you know, we all have our breaks that is so unfair that is so unfair yeah but you know young singers are very vulnerable to that kind of thing because it's a very <sighs> career it's hard to get into one that young singers have to kind of get ahead and yeah I don't know (laughs) that is really unfair I feel I mean guys stays after the after the rehearsals to go to bar to go to have after talk or or some deep digging of the of the character of the shows and uh, it sounds like Women have to lose the opportunities of those things. Women's have sorry, excuse me. It looks like that because of protecting yourself, sometimes women have to have to be avoid to contact with others. Mm. You know what I mean? Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, I mean, you have I, to be I, cold. Even you are not cold. You have to be away even you are not you are not busy Uh, that's really unfair uh, unfair to to female workers in in this situation yeah Yeah, I mean I have had a situation where I felt that you know I was still young Mm -hmm. um, and I was starting my professional career but it was you know I was still very much a young singer and Mm -hmm. very much not successful at that point I mean you know and um, I did find myself in a situation where I felt I felt a bit uncomfortable with what was happening but I never I didn't feel totally comfortable pushing this person away because you know powerful people you know it's 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 a tricky situation I know I know they don't need to ask for it but they can just do the things you don't like but but they don't they don't need to fall back yeah mm. as a as a male I, I i i know i cannot speak for the others but i apologize for this situations i do feel sorry <laughs> i feel i feel sorry about the situation and i apologize for for yeah. being part of the system but yeah nah. But have to say, since I have become freelance and since I am no longer, you know, in the opera studio, you still do have this kind of student status. Yeah. And um, I've only been treated respectfully, you know, especially if you're working with good companies um, mm-hmm. that have a good name. And if you're singing, 
in my experience since I've been freelance I've only been singing kind of respectful roles I suppose and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have only been treated with respect yes my experience you told me that in Italy is the first time you were wearing the pants the trousers to the <laughs> on the opera <laughs> on the on the stage <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I did you know have my few years of of young blonde, blonde hair <laughs> costumes <laughs> but um, yeah Beale was great yeah Got yeah boy wasn't that that's so great I really love yeah. the theater <laughs> so yeah, cute cute people and cute audience and yeah I, I, really can nice I say audience. that I mean, cute cute choir singers as well we have very cute choir yes so um such like such a lovely audience there in Beale mm-hmm. and there was this particular audience member I don't know if you're the same but when I'm performing I like to I do look at people in the audience and mm-hmm. I do kind mm-hmm. of notice them I suppose yeah and it's always nice to have an audience member that you just know is loving everything and just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know they're smiling yeah, and they're yeah. giving you energy back and it's yeah, just yeah. beautiful and there's this particular lady who's a member of the audience there in Beale mm. and she must have come I don't know every time I guess definitely more than five times yeah she just gave me so much positive energy when I was doing you know it's a it was a scary role um, it is it's, oh it's my fun. god <laughs> so it's, it was a yeah. it was the second act the part is so long <laughs> Yeah. It's one of those roles that I think people think is easy. Yeah. I mean, because it's funny, it's comic, and a lot of, especially the first aria, Shakunla say, is like, it's, you know, it's quite simple, the melody, it doesn't seem very complicated, and it's not a difficult aria to sing. I have a yeah. tough time singing anything <laughs> because I want it to be perfect. But um, yes, yeah, so I think people underestimate it, but it's long. I mean, I remember mm. when I got offered it, I was like, oh my God, Marie, it's such a nice beginner into, you know, Bacanto. Mm. And no, not at all. <laughs> I mean, cause I, I guess my beginner in Bacanto was um, Norina and Don Pasquale, which is just um, such an amazing mm-hmm. opposite. Mm-hmm, and then my next Donizetti which was the my next contract straight afterwards was Marie and it just felt like really felt like a step forward it's long mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. low it's high it's a one I mean, woman show high. that's really yeah. a women's show it is a marathon yeah it is a marathon yeah. second act is crazy yeah you enter <laughs> with this crazy trio that just goes on and on and then you have to sing your aria straight away and it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And after your aria, then you go into the trio again. <laughs> so big part. So big except part. I sang that too slow for our Beale tempo. What is it? And then you have some time to kind of breathe. Well, no, not in our production because we had to sing with the, the tenor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's me. That's me. <laughs> I just remember having a second to breathe and then having to yeah. come on and sing this finale with, I don't know how much voice left. I mean, every no. time I was just like, 
Let's go. Let's get it done. <laughs> Just go. Dude, but you major it so well. You did it yeah. so well. Yeah. That's really, really respect to you. I, I really respect that. It's so good, Marie. The best Marie I ever heard. The right voice, right character, right technique, and go through it without、yeah. losing any anything. That's that's really really difficult. And、yeah. great job, Eva.、It's、great job, for, really. I mean, it's easy for roles like that to kind of sing it maybe less lyrical because it's、mm-hmm. funny because it's you know. Yeah, like funny, cheery, light-hearted. Except for Salua Lafrance, that's a totally different story. But、um, yeah, it's easy to kind of lose that bel canto technique or that kind of singing through of the lines. But、mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to sing it as if it was Lucia, <laughs> and I tried my best. Which Lucia?、So. Uh, Lucia di Lammermoor. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. For me, that was totally、uh, Lucia introduction. I took it as that because really. Yeah, it's more I heavier, mean, right? I, I mean, n- not necessarily heavier. I mean, it's more difficult, and it's totally、yeah. a step on.、Yeah. But、um, I, because of my voice type, you know, Lucia is the role, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah the,、um, the the goal. Yeah, and I have a score, but I refuse to open it. I have not opened it because I have done so many. You know, I have so many roles that are important to my fach that I have maybe learned too soon, and then you're. You're unlearning bad or、mm-hmm. less good old technique.、Mm-hmm. So with Lucia, I just wanted to keep that、mm-hmm. um, separate、mm-hmm. until I feel that I can do a decent job at it. So I thought Marie, I could just kind of you know train the longer bel canto roles a bit more. And it's a good training, I think. Right? Is it good training for a soprano for singing Marie? I think. Yeah. Yeah. So you are very careful for your technique and voice, right? Very, yeah. Yeah. I am very careful with my voice and my technique.、Mm-hmm. Is that taught it by your teachers, or you just be careful by yourself, or? Hmm. Um. Let me think. I. I mean, maybe you wouldn't know this from you know the work that we've done together, but I. Was not a performer. I was not someone who was very comfortable in front of people, getting up and singing or getting up and playing the piano. When I did that or dancing, I did have some performance anxiety. I suppose for me, that's my that's the thing I, I use to anchor me when I'm singing or when I'm performing. If I go on stage and I feel like I haven't sung through something enough with you know every single. Phrase thought out technically, then I just don't feel secure. I don't feel grounded, and then that affects my whole performance. And I do have a bit of an issue with my concentration levels when I'm performing. I can get distracted very easily, and I am famously easy to make laugh by other colleagues because sometimes I can just switch off. <laughs> I see. I see. Like happens on. On stage. Oh yeah, I'm a good I'm I'm a good person. If you want to make somebody laugh on stage, we we experienced <laughs> that during Fiverrement a few times. I mean,、oh, really? I remember performances. Yeah, there was one performance where we were handed we have this letter 
So I'm reading okay. out the letter um, from Robert. Who's it from? I, I, God, I don't remember. Corona. Um, I'm reading this letter. You know, it's all. It's very emotional. Robert. We were handed. Robert. Yeah. Yeah. When we were handed Robert. a picture, a large poster of the solar system, one day, like just of planets, and I opened it and I lost my mind. I could not stop laughing for the entire scene because I just because you don't expect it and you know if you're easily distracted on stage oh, so thing, someone make the joke I, I don't know I, I don't know if it was a joke if it was a mistake or if they thought that they could just give it and not mention it <laughs> but um, yeah so anyway getting back to what I was saying I am yeah. very easily distractible and yeah I just like to, to know that I've done the technical work on the role that no matter what happens, where my head is at, where my health is at, that I know that I'm going to give a certain level of singing performance. And that kind of gets me through. So it's always been something that's been important to me from, you know, the beginning. I'm not going to say I've always had a decent technique because I haven't, but it's always been something that's been important to me. And I've always sought out teachers who push that out of me um, my current teacher um, I met her in a master class and I have never received worse critique in my life I mean I thought that I just could not sing well actually my first instinct when she said it was to say no she's wrong I know exactly what I'm doing I'm perfect I mean we all go through those phases I see yeah 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 but um yeah so I had this teacher who was just she tore me apart so you know my initial reaction was to push against her but then I slept on it I went back the second day and I thought actually you know what I'll listen to what she's saying and I've never been pushed harder in my life and I I still every time I go to her it's I need a few weeks afterwards to Recovered. <laughs> Emotionally. And then the stuff sinks in. But yeah, so for me, it's always been very important. And it's been what has enabled me to give, you know, to feel safe on stage because it's a vulnerable thing to do. And if you're already, you know, I've gone through my years of leaving things up to fluke or luck, you know, leaving, making a note or making a phrase up to you know the look or having a good day and that to me is just so scary that it will I'll never make the note you know if I'm thinking going up to it am I going to do this am I going to make it so um it's really important to me to to feel that I've done the technical work you know for hours or however long um before I go on stage and that's what enables me to be able to get on stage and do my thing um I was watching a Netflix documentary on cheerleading recently because we all have a lot of time to watch Netflix about cheerleading. Cheerleading. It was just a Netflix documentary. It was totally unrelated to singing, but okay. the coach, I think it was the coach, she said, yeah. Yeah. you have yeah. to get something right and then you have to get it right five, four or five times more and then it's right. So if I'm in a practice room... One more time. You have to get something right. So a, fra- a difficult phrase. You have to yes. sing it correctly, but yes. then you can't just move on. You have to be able to 
replicate that again several five times more four times more and then you know that it's safe so I don't know this Netflix documentary whatever she said just kind of stuck in my head you know because it's happened so many times that I've been in a lesson and my teacher is just bashing some point into me that's just not making sense in my head and then Mm -hmm. I just tweak something and I'm not even sure what I'm changing but it's like she's like yes that's right and then I'm like oh cool I can do it now but you don't know what you're doing you know you need to the muscles need to learn and when the next day you go you go you forget and then she yeah and then she will say that why you lost the things yeah. I told you last time. Like, because I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> I think so, you don't really want to study with me. You just forget everything I taught you. Always. <laughs> <laughs> I have the same experience. I know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's just always been important to me. And, you know, I'm using this Corona time um, to really work on some technical things on my own. That I felt like I've been struggling with, you know, up mm-hmm. until this point, yeah. and just yeah. you know, using the free time that we have away from performing difficult roles to just mm-hmm. bash some technical yeah. things into my head that just are not going in. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's good. You you are a very brave soprano. That's what I n- n- know it now. You're very brave in, yeah. You know, people. There are people who facing the problems or issues, like they go away from it. You know, yeah. but you face it, and I it doesn't mean you always success to mm-hmm. solve the problems, but you face it. Yeah, I think that's something I get it from your stories. You face the problems, you face the issues, not yeah. go past away from them and meet them again and again and again. I think that's、yeah. some other people who have、uh, who have this kind of、um, problems in their life, but you don't. You have this courage. You are very. You have this courage to to face it. What is the other young singers? What what mistakes they made most for you? For me, the biggest mistake that I see kind of regularly with young singers is. Wanting to go to a place or to a university before, you know, picking the place before picking the teacher. So、um, I see it all the time. You know, people doing these all these auditions for you know famous, let's say, UK conservatories or you know in the states. Or I mean, I knew I, I was doing the same thing.、Um, you know, I was thinking, oh my god, I really want to go to、um, where was it, Curtis. In、um, in the states, but I hadn't researched any teachers, and I was thinking before you know before I sent in my application, you know I'm spending all this money to travel, and I might get in. I don't know. I probably wouldn't do at the time, but I might have. And、um, I don't even know who I'm studying with. This could be a total waste of time. And you know, it's a、yeah. great place to study. And these places that people want to study, they're great places. They give you lots of experience, lots of performance、mm-hmm. opportunity. Blah blah blah. They're in an amazing city, but I just don't see the point if you're not going to get the best teaching. Because I think that's the like as a young singer, I I think that's the only thing, really. Like someone who's going to guide you technically well, so that you're not, you know, late twenties, thirties, trying to fix things that you, that should have been fixed from the start. So, yeah, I just think it's so important to first find the teacher. 
and then see where they teach. And hopefully that's in an educational institution where you can go and also get a piece of paper. Very useful, you know, to have some qualifications. Yeah, but take it as an extra, maybe. Yeah, I I honestly think the most important thing for me and I think should be for most singers is the technical, Mm -hmm. you know, what's it called? Foundation. Yes. So find your teacher first. You know, do that work that I, I mean, I know it's horrendous. And I did this year of spending money. I know it's tough. I'm not, I've never been someone who's had a lot of money. You know, I'm not rich, but I make it work. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, travel, see teachers, apply for bursaries if, if you need to. But um, find the thing that works for you and then go and study with them. So, yeah, that I just don't see the point in wasting money college fees and years of your development um with a teacher who's not perfect for you who's not you know i I hear of so many people studying who are just dissatisfied with their teacher and i just think what a waste of time you know so i think that's the main thing that i would say yeah wow I think it's a very good talk today. Thank you. Yeah. I suppose what I would like to say is I don't claim to, you know, have all of the, you know, knowledge and I don't claim to know anything. I'm only speaking with what has worked for me. And, you know... Of course, of course. That's the most important things in this interview. It's all, all about you. All about you. And what's so, you know, I, people have had their experiences that are totally different. Some people are just natural stage animals who can just get on stage and just yeah. forget everything. Yeah. I just can't do that. I I needed to build my voice. I didn't have this God-given, you know, easy voice. Oh it was something God. that I had to You're too humble. <laughs> You're too no, humble. I mean, really, really. It's something that I had to work on. And it's, it's um, you know, I've had these technical... I mean, I had a complete inability to access my top notes for years well not now because I thought about it it, but you know it's I've never had this I don't consider myself to have an easy instrument like an an easy Mm -hmm, voice mm -hmm. it's something that I've had to kind of you know bash into into um, what's it called shape (laughs) shape ah (laughs) I see something that I've always had to remind myself is to try not to take things personally which I like fail at I have this you know idea in my head that you know the world is against me sometimes it's like my biggest downfall you are that (laughs) negative I you look so positive girl I'm a perfectionist and when I hear you know somebody giving me critique I can I have to remind myself how to take it and I've been you know I've had my years of being really bad at taking critique on my singing because and I understand why people are so negative about it because it's such a personal thing okay and yeah I, yeah true 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 in the first moment always hurts uh, yeah, yeah. so um yeah just reminding myself to not take things personally if somebody is giving me critique mm-hmm. you know 
know what what critique to take obviously and I will always take a critique and bring it to my teacher and then my agent and we will discuss it and we will decide is this critique that we can you know take and you know work on or is this critique that just isn't about me it was not about me it was about maybe the person in the panel was in a mood Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they didn't, they just, sometimes they didn't want, they didn't have anything to say and they just kind of mm-hmm. said something, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 it does happen. So yeah. but that doesn't say I, I never disregard um, critique. And even if it's critique that I read and I think this is just making no sense because you have to remember that people who are hearing you aren't trained opera singers. So sometimes they're just hearing things and they're giving reasons for this sound, but they're not really knowing. So if someone says, like, I had a critique recent, not recently, but, you know, one of the last auditions that I did, which was a a long time ago, actually, um, which was that I have a bad top, that my top is not good. And I was thinking, my first instinct was like, you could have critiqued anything else but my top is what I what is what I'm comfortable with, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's what it's the thing. It's the thing that I rely on. So when you critique that point, I'm like, everything else is terrible. But I thought about it, and I was thinking, you know, is this critique that they're just saying to say, or is it coming from somewhere? And I realized that there was some truth to it not necessarily that I have a bad top but I do have this autopilot function that I use sometimes when I'm tired or not focused or I've done auditions where I've been too hungry and I've just been thinking about lunch and I'm not concentrating on singing Mm -hmm. and um I can tend to kind of go into this distant not thinking place when I reach a certain you know when I get past my passaggio because it's easy Sometimes it's easy to reach the notes, but that doesn't mean that the chords are vibrating, you know, you know, in the nice kind of edgy, the, you know, the thin way. Uh, but if I'm just like, ah, I'm like spread and they're like bashing against each other just because I'm not thinking or I'm not, you know, I don't have the right shape here going up into it, then I'm sure it can sound like I have a bad or unstable top. So. Yeah, so it, you have to... Don't take it too serious, please. Don't take it. You are... They are... That is not true. You have the best high voice in the season. Oh, should I say that? <laughs> I think... Yeah! <laughs> but no, I suppose what I'm trying to say is just don't take critique personally realize that a it's coming from nowhere or b it's coming from somewhere where they have heard something but they can't maybe pinpoint what it is so that's when you have to bring it to your teacher and decode it and figure out if it is actually an issue if it's something made up or if it's a bad way of describing an issue that's actually there yeah so yeah but that took me months i mean i that critique floored me i was upset <laughs> for some months over it and, really you know I was like this is ridiculous they don't know what they're talking about but then <laughs> a few months later you realize actually it came from somewhere and you have to just 
you know, figure it out. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, this is Eva Kipney. Thank you. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>